0: What's going on? Welcome to Canel and Bell on this Friday. Good to be in-house on a Friday, a rare weekend off for me. I get the whole weekend, no college football, no studio stuff, no game. I get to hang out, watch all the games like a fan, take it all in. Uh, but it's good to be here in studio with you as usually I'm on Skype or some sort of connection issue. So good to be here today and a perfect day to do it. The U is back. I I totally Uh, forgot. That's uh, the last time. We said one week. I'm here. We said one week. The U is back. I had to say it to open the show every day. I'm a man of my word. I'm shopping for shoes for you to find the other side of our bet, which I lost. Mm. So I will get those for you as well. We Mm. do have a ton of stuff we have to get to. Breaking news out of Tallahassee. Breaking news out of Columbus. Uh, the NBA has come down hard on Kawhi. What does it all mean? Ton of stuff we have to get to. Let's start it off with the most recent recent breaking news, which is Chase Young, the star defensive lineman for the Ohio State Buckeyes, this just came out uh within the last couple hours, has now been suspended for the Maryland game, facing an indefinite suspension um by Ohio State. They're saying, all right, let's hold on a second. According to their release, they said in a statement, Ohio State's Chase Young will not play in this Saturday's game between the Buckeyes and Maryland Terrapins due to a possible NCAA issue from 2018 that the Department of Athletics is looking into. Uh, You always want to be careful when you're just getting the news right as it's breaking because you want to make sure you get it right, but there is speculation that this is dealing with an issue between him and an agent that he pro- uh, might have taken money mm. improperly. Um my initial reaction was you can kiss the Heisman Trophy goodbye. I hate that for him, too. I mean, I, I'm not saying this is like, hey, this... I
1: he, just, won, he won not win it anyway.
0: I don't think so either. Yeah. I think he would have had to have the perfect... That's why I think he can kiss it goodbye. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, everything would have missing to win. Missing, missing out a game against Maryland, he probably would have had a couple sacks, minimum. Maybe yep. he could have had like a total career game and had four or five, which would have helped continue his stats and lead the country... You're not out there versus Maryland. I don't think it impacts Ohio State this week. I don't think it impacts them the next week. But I do think against Penn State and Michigan coming down the stretch, I do think it is a critical loss. He is the best player on their team. Not not the best defensive player. He's the best player above J.K. Dobbins, above Justin Fields. As a defensive player, you don't see that a whole lot. But he is an
1: absolute stud. Um. Yeah, no, this this definitely hurts them when they play Give my real opponents. Yes. Like, you know, yeah, they're uh, a
0: 35 point favorite against Maryland. Yeah,
1: it's going to definitely hurt. Um, here's the deal: this is a terrible look for Ohio State. Just, I mean, there always seems to be something going on at Ohio State. No, correct. I yes. mean, every year we're talking about. And look, I've never worked in an athletic department. Uh, my dad did for a long time. This is just, you know, the eyeball thing here. You're telling me you didn't know that this happened in 2018? Like, you're telling me you missed this, and then just all of a sudden yesterday, somebody dropped a note on someone's desk saying, hey, FYI, you guys need to look into Chase's situation. Unbelievable. Unplausible. Somebody knew it. They didn't do anything about it. And then it was brought to someone's attention like, yo, we're going to let this out to the light, and now they got to do something about it. No other way around that. Timing is peculiar,
0: I always wonder how these things come across the desk of Ryan Day and Ohio State and how all of a sudden it just happens now. I'm always, I I know how crazy college football fans are. I'm sure there's going to be some rumors running rampant in Ohio State chat rooms, Michigan chat rooms. Maybe Mm -hmm. it was a Michigan fan who reported him, who had (laughs) some evidence. Like seriously, that will be speculated. That's out there. I will give Ryan Day and the coaching staff. A little bit
1: more of a cushion than you sound like you're giving them oh. that they might not know. I'm not saying that Ryan Dan staff did. Right. I'm saying Ohio State athletic department right. had to have known. Right. Um, uh, uh, about this. Like right. that's what I'm saying. Uh,
0: I also think, so here's what I think runs the risk. It is an indefinite suspension for sure out versus Maryland. And then they want to look into this. I think you might have seen the last of Chase Young at Ohio State. And I also think this gives him an opportunity kind of his stock is exactly peace Oops. out I see I see Oops, it yes. uh, because what we see last year Nick Bosa who went number one in the draft or number two in the draft. Two draft he shut it down for a hernia surgery could have come back and you know what he said he's like no nah, I'm good I think there's more of a prevailing prevailing sentiment across college football players hey a championship is nice but getting 25 million dollars is a lot nicer sure uh I'm gonna go ahead and, and bounce I think it's a convenient opportunity for him to do that. I'm sure that what, if it is in fact an agent that gave him money, let him borrowed money, whatever way you want to look at it, it's probably saying the same thing to him. You know what, what's the advantage of going back? Your stock is at an all time high right now.
1: I do. I do think um he's going to weigh those options more, more heavily than he did before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to go back though. And, and let me interrupt you things? though, before we, cause I have actually breaking oh. more
0: breaking news out of this as At 10 a.m., so right when we started the show, Chase Young, official verified Twitter, came out with it. I always have to check that because you never know you're going to get fooled with some dummy account. Chase Young has a statement. I'll read it to you. Unfortunately, because this answers some of your thing, how long it's been going on. Unfortunately, I won't be playing this week because of an NCAA eligibility issue. I made a mistake last year by accepting a loan from a family friend I've known since the summer before my freshman year at Ohio State. I repaid it in full last summer and I'm working with the university and the NCAA to get back on the field as soon as possible. I want to thank my family, teammates, coaches, and the whole Ohio state community for all the love and support. God bless and go Bucks. So that kind of tells you that they probably did know about of it. They, they did know it. about it. Uh and they're trying to look into it now and find out exactly what is eligibility states. Does it change anything that we just talked about in the first five minutes? No. I don't think so it either. Be- and, 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 I think he's saying the right things. I want to get back on the field with
1: my teammates. Where I think it would be different than the Bosa situation is, like, they were out of the playoff last year, right? Mm-hmm. So there was no there, there was no real potential for them to win a national championship because they were outside of the top four, correct? Right. His team is number one in, in, right? Weren't they number yes, one?
0: Yes. Yes. They're like, number one. There are a lot of people think they're the best team and the favorite to go win I do golf.
1: think that that would change a, a guy like him and maybe even Bosa's mindset at the end of the day. Look, if I'm rolling out there playing in meaningless, relatively meaningless games, cause I'm already a top five pick, uh, universally regarded. Um, then why do it? But if I have a chance to maybe win a natty with like my boys and I'm not coming back next year anyway, I, I think that would change, you know, the conversation for he and his family just a bit, but. I'll tell you what, when they suspend you, like, it It hurts. It hurts. You feel like they don't have your back. You're like, damn, you guys, you know, we knew that this was in the pipeline. Like, I probably told a lot of people at the university, we've been trying to sift through it. Right. You guys told me it was going to be cool. And now, now you're suspending me? Right. Like, do you know? Yeah. I, it all depends on
0: the message to Chase Young. I mean, and Chase Young, he might, the message might have been told to him. And I'm sure this is what they told him. Hey, if you play and we get, you know, popped. It could cost us a game. Could cost us that national championship, right? You've been playing we me. We don't the whole, need
1: you. You've been playing me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. You've been using me I'm, and playing me the entire time. And now, once your feet are to the fire, and it looks like you could get in trouble, you go sit me down.
0: But you brought up something that I think is very the timing of this. Like, why does it come all about just now? Right now. Like, I wonder. Did somebody report him? Did some, like I, I? don't know. It's awful convenient that Maryland and Rutgers, two of their easiest games on the schedule, are coming up now. Right. You know, I I don't know why. Um, I do think it's really important that he. Gets gets back on the field for their last two versus Penn State and Michigan and we'll see I do there's also part of me I'm just a little bit more of a skeptic like when his statement says a loan from a family friend I've known since the summer before my freshman year at Ohio State it's probably an agent right I mean because those agents will come sniffing around that early and they'll say sure I think also the amount of money does depend if it's 10 grand five grand two grand you pay it back I don't think it's that big of a deal I think the NCAA would probably look at it similarly and say you know what." Just take a couple of dames off, right. let you come back Penn State. Uh If it's a 100, 150, and maybe it's a little bit more like, did you really pay it back? Like some of the details, the finer details. Sure. I think that is They'll something play that has it. to be taken into it. Yeah. This all goes back to we could totally avoid this if we would just let players you know, allow them to make some money off their likeness. Sure. Then we wouldn't. And this is where, this is where I've evolved. This used to drive me nuts. How could you be this selfish? How could you do this? Now I'm like, you know what? We could avoid this. Cause he could have made some money and he wouldn't have had to, you know, do something illegal as far as it pertains to the NCAA rule book. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at, like full circle on these rules that some of these are just I, dumb. They are dumb. Danny. Now I don't think that'll say. change and he can't get a loan from an agent, but if he needs money, which a lot of kids do, he could have made some money and, Put it forward to help his family or whatever. you Whatever
1: you needed to do. I mean, if you have a, if you're a 17 year old and you're getting an academic scholarship to go to like Yale, um, but in your spare time you want to have this startup company and you need seed money for it, right? You're allowed to go get a loan, right? You know what I mean? How right. is that? You know what I mean? Like yes. an amateurism and and like I don't buy into all of that, man. Like these guys should be afforded the same opportunity. And yes, they are given a scholarship. Yep. But in the, in, in the, in the comparison I just drew, you're getting an academic scholarship. It still, it doesn't preclude you from getting an academic scholarship just because you've taken out a loan to, to, to finance your startup, does it? No. It does not.
0: Nope. Um, so yeah, it'll be something we'll keep an eye on and we'll keep you up to date right on here on CBS Sports HQ throughout the day. If anything further comes out of this, and we'll probably see this story continue throughout the season. Uh Ohio State, I don't think it impacts their game versus Maryland at all. I think they win and cover if you want a little bonus. Um, but that's that from Columbus. There is also somewhat also I'll call it breaking rumors because I don't believe a lot of the stuff. And my big fear. For Florida State, uh, <laughs> stop it. My uh, biggest fear for uh, Florida State was uh, that they were going to look foolish, uh, uh, and I'm talking about really the fan base. On, and, uh, uh, no, I'm not doing uh, it for uh, this. Uh, I'm not doing uh, it for this one uh, uh, because last night, uh, Ian, Brown, you're having you're having fun with it. See, I've had fun with this for the past decade with Miami all right, all right, as they've enough. been through coach after coach, fair and enough. I have been in your position. <laughs> um, I think it can be very embarrassing mm-hmm. uh, for a fan base when you look foolish. With a coaching search, I thought it was a bad look that Florida State fired uh, Willie Taggart as early as they did. I didn't like that. Uh, my big concern was that Florida State was going to look like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee embarrassed themselves with the last coaching search they went through. They were always speculating, hey, John Gruden, he's going to come here. And there were erroneous reports all over the place. Then they had a coach, and Greg Schiano. the fans didn't like it, so they sullied him, ruined his name, his reputation, and they got Jeremy Pruden in there. Like They right. didn't want it to happen. It was embarrassing by all accounts. I didn't want Florida State to be in that position. I have very little confidence that it's going to end that way. With last night, Ian Rappaport of the NFL network reporting that his colleague at the NFL network, one Dion primetime Sanders is now a candidate to be the next head coach at Florida State. I cringed when I first saw this for a couple of reasons. One. Like how, what is your source for this? Is this just Dion wanted to promote himself and, and put himself in the conversation and say, yeah, I've called, I want to be the head coach. And yeah. so Ian Rappaport says, and they took the call and they right. said, sure, you can come interview for it. Is that what it is? Um, and then I cringed at the reality that this could actually happen
1: mm, so because you're not a believer.
0: Um, I'm not, I think it could be a total disaster. And the one thing that I firmly believe is Florida State does not have a lot of margin for risk here Correct. to take on Deion Sanders. If it was after Jimbo, you know, maybe you feel a little bit good and you kind of can take that sort of flyer, say Jimbo left it a mess. We're right like then, but after the, the experiment that was Willie Taggart, I don't think you can afford to take a, a long shot, which I think Deion Sanders is a long shot. You know, I know he's coached some high school football. I know his name would resonate no matter what with high school, I think you'd be able to recruit. But the one thing that Florida State has really lacked, it's been discipline. And maybe he brings that. I don't know. Right. But I also know coaching is a grind. Like yeah. it is a sixteen hour workday. You gotta hit the recruiting trails. You can't just call up guys from your house in Tallahassee and say, Hey I'm Dion, come to Florida State. You gotta go meet families. You gotta go to high school football games. I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence that Deion Sanders is is willing to do that at this point. He wants
1: in his to do that. Like and that's that's like a it's almost a compliment to how successful you've been and you're at a point in your life where you don't need to do that necessarily, right? right? So I don't mean right. it as like a you know, Dion look, I am I, torn with this one because me too to be
0: honest with you my initial reaction is oh this can't happen this could be a disaster and yet there's a piece of me in the back of my mind that's like man the guy loves florida state hall of famer he's um you know he brings a lot of energy he bring a lot of excitement but i'm like
1: no i know i'm I'm kind of right there with you in lockstep because initially i was like no dude do not do this and then i was like "Mm -hmm." Dion, like you're gonna you can get in anybody's like living room. Like if you if you surround him with really, really, really solid established coaches that know what they're doing and he can just kind of, you know, be the face of the franchise. But but or, or the or the program. Very few programs work like that though. At the collegiate level, you really have to have someone in there, you know, that's stable as a coach and can delegate and 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 culture drive. And I just don't know that he's got the experience doing that. Right. And on top of it, it is a grind. Lastly, about it. They can't afford to miss. This has I to know. be a stable. This has to be a stable high floor um, hire, meaning right. the, the bottom is not going to drop out of the program. It, the, we might not blow the roof off of it, but when he leaves, it we, we won't be any like lower uh, totem pole as a program than we are right now. Right. The last thing I'll say about that search, it's too noisy, man. We're a week into it. Right.
0: And you've already seen Bob Stoops. Too noisy. It was a done deal. And then that doesn't happen. You know, now it's Dion. You wonder if it's going to be Urban Meyer next. Right. And maybe it's Jim Harbaugh. We're going to, it's just, it becomes a circus. It becomes a sideshow. And I, but in today's environment, people click on things and they just attach to it. There was a fake account, like a burner account that said Nick Saban was in line (laughs) and they had a buyout and they had discussed. And I'm like, and yet people click on it and they'll start talking about it. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's spread. And that one got quickly. Thank goodness people were like, no, 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 we're not falling for that. But this one, I don't
1: know if I believe it. I do think uh, you have to bring it. You got to bring him in though. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. He's got to be I, in the- and I would be okay with that. Yeah. Um, we, like we've kind of joked around a little bit about, Hey, would I want the job or would you want to coach at a major basketball program? Yeah. And I would say, yes, if I could be planted in the head coach role, which you'd be given to Dion. If you gave me a good staff, which I would expect the same for Dion. Mm-hmm. And then he's a way more better name than I would ever be. Sure. And if he wants to be a figurehead and they kind of build it, would for me, it would be, my initial reaction is no, don't do it. But if you're going to do it, give me a really strong staff sure. and I could start buying in. Yeah. You know, but again, I feel like we're falling into that. We're falling for you know, the scam, I don't know, scam, whatever, like that we're falling for fake news, right. you know, in 2019 term. I feel like that's what we're doing, even discussing the merits of this. But I do think Florida State will bring him in. If he wants to interview, yeah. say, why not? They're having a coaching search for him. Put him in front of him and see what he can present. Right. And maybe you'll be blown away. You know, maybe it would be. Uh, how would you feel if Ray Lewis was, you know, if, let's say Manatee has lost and they said, Ray Lewis, the next
1: head coach of Miami. I'd feel the same way. Right? It's yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, I would. They, they, I heard Ed Reed the other day and, yeah. and like I think those dudes are brilliant football minds. I would always worry about a guy who doesn't have a lot of experience taking on a job as big as that, right? Like, yep. but you know,
0: all right, I got, I got some, some breaking news. Well, damn, we dude, we're, have, breaking, we're
1: breaking. No, we actually have a whole staff uh,
0: assembled by Barrett Salee, our uh, CBS Sports HQ colleague. All right. Uh, writes right here for us. He's found it. Florida State, we got to report this as breaking news. Uh, Head coach, their staff is in place. Bob Stoops, uh, head coach. Dion is defensive coordinator. Chris Ricks, why don't I get the, oh, I have to play, oh, I'm quarterback coach? I want the (laughs) offensive coordinator job. What the heck? Why am I getting that? Randy Moss, receivers coach. Warwick Dunn is running back coach. This would be a pretty impressive staff. Dope. Look at Nick Saban to coach DBs. That's, That's pretty good. And then, of course, Sebastian Jandikowski, one of the greatest kickers of all time, is the special team coach. And then I like the analyst role for Butch Jones. No Florida State ties there, just to troll Butch Jones, who took his name out of the Rutgers job. So good job by Barrett Saleek coming up with that coaching <laughs> staff. Uh, pretty funny there. All right, welcome back to Canell and Bell. Uh, as we have news out of the NBA where they actually stood by their policy. And Boom. this is a policy that was put in place where they can find teams uh for resting players due to load management. Okay. Now it gets tricky because yesterday when we broke down the whole Kawhi Leonard situation where he sat the front end of a back-to-back and we're like, well, they can't find him because what if he really is hurt? And they, the NBA put out a release that we trust the Clippers staff, you know, so we're not going to find him. We're not going to take anything. And then – Doc Rivers had some interesting comments uh, because he was talking about Kawhi. He said he feels great, but he feels great because what we've been doing, we're just going to continue to do it. There's no concern here, but we want to make sure. I think Kawhi made a statement that he's never felt better. It's our job to make sure he stays that way. And the NBA said, well, hold on a second. That's not what he told us. Like, he told us he was hurt. Yeah. So they're saying, no, this is clearly it. So they find... Uh, The uh, Los Angeles Clippers, $50,000 in the league statement. They also detailed Kawhi's injury, uh, which Kawhi said he was shocked to see. They said Leonard is suffering from an ongoing injury to the patella tendon in his left knee and has been placed by the team at this time an injury protocol for back-to-back games. This is a mess. This is a bad situation that the NBA yeah. is really struggling with how to handle.
1: Yeah, it's getting real messy now when they start disclosing like, you know, particulars about your injury, trying to cover their bases as a league saying that you have, you know, knee injury. Um the Clippers don't give a damn. It's 50 racks. <laughs> well, 50 racks. Do the math with me, all right? Yep. You're going to miss 20 games, right? Yep. What's that? A million? Uh, not even, is it? A million, is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 20 games, it's a million. Each home game in a playoff, the way it's been described to me throughout my career is for each playoff home game, it generates roughly a million dollars for the franchise, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you have title aspirations, you could play, I don't know, seven, eight, maybe nine. That's, that's conservative home games right. uh, on the way to that championship. You don't think it's worth it to the franchise to pay a million dollars to rest him for twenty games if that gets you more of an opportunity to reap the benefits of like just financially right. the playoff home games. I'm not even talking about everything that comes with winning the actual championship.
0: All right, let's just say let's say they miss the playoffs. I'm well, gonna they, tell you where it doesn't even make a dent oh. because Darren Ravel sent out a tweet. So the Clippers owner, Steve Ballmer, mm-hmm. his net worth oh, well, I mean, fifty three yeah. billion dollars. The equivalent, the fifty thousand dollar fine, right. is the equivalent of an average American finding them one penny.
1: It's phenomenal. Isn't that that's unbelievable? Phenomenal. Like that just kind of puts
0: in perspective. Yeah. It's like, are you crazy? But fifty thousand, that's all. Now I also I don't know the policy itself. I know in the NFL, if you're a player and there's a recurring, like if it's weight, if it's your uniform violation, they can double it every time. Which would be get a little bit more problematic. Yeah, but still, so it's two cents. So it's three cents. So it's a dollar. Like whatever according to like the whatever it is, because a million dollars is probably like a dollar
1: then, right? right? Not that big of a deal to Steve Ballmer. Uh, um but it does You know it's just it's a terrible look. It's if, a bad if, look. If you're gonna do it, clippers, right? Just be in just just help the league out by saying it's injury like do you know what I mean don't come out doc I think that's where it gets that's where it gets really you know ugly and it's a black eye for the league is the league is trying to protect themselves by saying hey we're not we're not load managing right here like we got an injured player right you want to arrest him we understand that you're load managing just don't go out in the media and make us look like fools by saying you're load managing when we're trying to say it's an injury right and then doc rivers goes out and says we're load managing we're going to continue to do it
0: let me ask you something because Joey and I were having a conversation uh before the show about this and I think it is really interesting is this just a Kawhi Leonard issue is that why we're all up in arms about it is that why the NBA is really coming down hard and basically I guess what the follow-up question is is who else are we paying attention to that's taking nights off because I, I think if LeBron had sat out two of the first eight games then we'd be like what's the problem like yeah. what are we doing um is that about it though like Giannis I think would be in that category Giannis, if he James, was resting James Harden.
1: I think James Harden you know absolutely. any any superstar. That's right. going to have nightly games on TNT or ESPN or whatever other network. Um, any of those guys, if they start. What about Damian Lillard? Plays in a market, you know, doesn't nope. get quite as many. So we're not even noticing if it's Damian. I Lillard. mean, probably not. I'm, oh I'm with you though. No, I don't think not. it would. I mean, you're talking uh, about
0: like, you're talking about Q ratings now, right? Like yes. star, like star power. Because Jimmy Butler missed three games for the birth of his child. Different. I didn't hear. But it narrative. is different, different but narrative. nobody even cared. I think if Kawhi said three games, it'd be, we'd all be like, "Yeah, he's taking. He might have a baby, but he's doing it to rest." Right? Like no one even blinked. No one even noticed on the well, kids- What about a guy?
2: What-, wait, what about a guy like Joel Embiid, who we know has an injury history? If he was to sit out two of the first eight games, because we know what his injury was, is part of it because Kawhi. There was so much uncertainty around whether he was ever even injured in the first place no I
1: was just gonna say that though but I was gonna I was gonna attack it from the other angle like he actually has a lingering injury history he missed a whole season due to a to a knee that was misdiagnosed over and over and over again you're not talking about a guy who's got a clean bill of health that's just telling you hey uh, um, I need rest or the organization just saying we need to rest him just precautionarily like he he has injuries on the record, he's missed an entire season, so they are, you know, they're guarding against that. And when you factor in that Toronto did it last year and it, and it, it, you know, they reaped the benefits by winning a championship. I, I guess my question would be, why wouldn't you do that? Right, exactly.
0: Right, I, it does. Um, you know, I mentioned Damian Lillard. He's actually second in the league in minutes. He's thirty seven over thirty seven minutes a game. Uh, so you know, it's just you know, I
1: respect that. I, I do I have, too. I, I, I love I, it. I love it. I respect that. I would also say, like, I can see both sides of the coin on this one. Like anybody out there playing and in eighty two games is what you get paid to do, and you want to go out there and put on a show every night and compete to win a game. I was wired like that. So I mess with you, homie. Like, I get down with that. Any organization and player on a championship team, then there are only, like, five teams that can really think they're going to win a championship, Danny. I would argue less, but some people have no self-awareness, so they think they're in the championship hunt, right? Right. Really only, like, four teams that should really be considering themselves a championship-level team. Absolutely. If you're on one of those four teams, and as an organization, you decide to protect Danny Cannell – from himself to give us a better chance to win a championship. I get down with that too. So I see both sides of this one. All
0: right. You know who I can guarantee you isn't resting, no load management, no nothing. Any player on the Charlotte Hornets. They suck. (laughs) They're four and four. They're in a playoff. They do suck. And they don't have a star player as we're talking about. But I don't think that's why we didn't see Kemba do it. Because the reason I say that, Steve Clifford, former coach with uh, that team, said MJ would tell the players, you're paid to play 82 games. We're not just, to, uh, we're not sitting guys just to sit being with Michael and Charlotte. Michael used to tell them every year you're paid to play. 82. All right, games. right. That's been my mindset. Fine. Hey, you're paid to play
1: 82. Listen, Give I, us 82. I, Mike is the goat. All right. Yep. Um, I would ask Michael Jordan this question.
0: Well, maybe that's why he can't get any players. Yeah, maybe.
1: Um, <laughs> Let me ask you this question, Mike. If if I told you you had to pick one of the two, you could have a player play the 82nd game of the season because, damn it, that's what you paid him to play in. Right. That's or what you, I did. Or you could rest him that 82nd game, and it would guarantee you that he didn't get hurt in the first game of the NBA finals, thus derailing your chance to win a championship. What would
0: you take? Oh, you'd take the championship. You, every you'd rest time. him yeah, and take the
1: championship. Exactly.
0: Uh, Joey, what do you got for us in a foreign employee of the team? Look,
2: look, look. I, Cliff's my guy. I learned more in two years under Cliff. I got a a master's working for Cliff. I would say to Cliff, Michael, you know Michael Jordan is a bad owner. (laughs) Don't invoke MJ's name when you're trying to, you know, get something out of your players. Because, look, the best player in franchise history played 82 games last year and then just left the team. And these young kids, Zion Williamson was born in 2000. MJ was sitting in the front office of the Wizards in 2000. These guys don't care what MJ has to say about playing 82 games. They they just don't. Right, they know right. him as the shoe guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, you know, LeBron is their guy that they watched growing up. They know him as the shoe guy. So yeah, MJ played 82 games a lot in his career, and so did Kemba last year. And what does he have to show for it? Great, yeah. cool.
1: That's a good point. It's a it's a it's a valid point. It's a valid point. Um, you're never gonna get the goats. Um, or that generation of player to stop. To admit, ta- to, to, you're never right, gonna get him to do that. Like, right. and that's okay. That's the way you were raised. This w- was drilled into you. We are, we are. That's why new- I'm a little bit surprised you have come.
0: Along and involved, aggressive baby. I, yeah, you obviously hey, are. Man, I'm involved. I'm with the stuck time, in the old Danny. school. I'm with MJ. I'm riding with hey, the goat. Give me 82. You either get <laughs> on it or you get
1: left behind, dog.
0: I'm on it. Let's ride. <laughs> that is true. Uh, speaking of guys who we need to see riding is Zion Williamson, yeah. <laughs> uh, who did talk about his rehab. Uh, rehab. Have a listen to what he had to say.
1: Um, I'm just kind of taking it day by day. It's just, I think when I'm ready. Uh, no, real, no real timetable. When I'm ready, I'll come back. It's not even a conversation that I have to have with them about it. It's, it's kind of it's a long season. This isn't
2: like college or something where it's 30 games. It's 82 games. So I don't really see a need to rush back. So uh, just from talking to the doctors and stuff like that, what, what are the steps you have to go through before they feel comfortable with you getting back on the practice court?
1: Uh, just getting back to myself. When they feel like I'm back to myself, uh, they'll let me play. Like Simple as that. <laughs>
0: I love him. I love the kid. Like, he's got a really nice attitude. Like, I like his energy. I don't know if you call me weird. Does he look a little thicker, like, through the. (laughs) Every time I watch him now, I'm like, man, don't blow up, Zion. Stay on that diet. Oh, man. Um, And I think that's obviously what he's going to say. I'm not surprised by anything right there.
1: I would, I would, you should be more chomping at the bit to play, for my personal taste, if you haven't played in an NBA game yet. Right. What came across to me in that, and this is just me. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not. I'm not like killing the kid for sounding like the way he did. He's a young kid doing an interview. It sounds like you've already arrived. Like you've already put your stamp on the NBA and you've already proven that you're an all star. And so, hey man, you know when I feel like I'm ready to put bro. If you were a young cat and you were the first pick in the draft, you should be chomping at the bit to get back out there. I'm not saying that you need to play hurt. I'm saying that you should come across like that. Right. interview like you know what i mean yeah like, i hear that I yeah can't, i can't wait to play unfortunately like right now you know team won't still, let me They won't let me play right now i gotta clear some protocols i got there's some hurdles i gotta get over and some checks i gotta you know uh some tests i gotta get checked off and then i'll be ready to go but i can't wait you know yeah. what i mean yeah like, yeah sound, i do hear that. yours was kind of like uh, you know hey man right you guys know what i am yeah now, you now that you I said
0: do. that it
2: does it i am off kind of like that. About
1: that yeah he yeah. definitely did what
0: do you got but raj right? i think
2: to your point yesterday, when we were talking about load management, and you said, we can't always blame it on the players. Look at the organization. I yep. thought it was pretty telling that at the end of it, at first he said, well, when I'm ready to play, I'll play. And then at the, the last thing he said was, when they let me play. So all the people who were like, oh, he's not, he doesn't want to play or he's not, he's resting and this and that, he basically said at the end there that it's on the team. And also, one thing, Danny, to your Zion's a nice dude and all that, we talked about it a little bit before the show. I'll be fascinated to see in five years from now how Zion treats the media because I watched that whole thing, and they asked some dumb questions. Like, <laughs> hey, Zion, how do you think you're going to be able to contribute uh, protecting the rim and rebounding? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, really he's right. like, uh, I'm going to play the yeah. game. Yeah, but he mean? was, like, smiling, and he was nice about it. In five years, he probably won't be so <laughs> nice be about dumb... those questions.
0: Which you see LeBron happens all the time. LeBron's been peppered with dumb questions throughout his career. Yeah. At some point, you just get fed up with it. Welcome back to Ken and Bell. Uh, Antonio Brown, it feels like just when you kind of get used to a world without Antonio Brown in the NFL – like, he pops his head out and is like, hey, remember me. Remember like, me. don't forget about me. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened yesterday because it's yeah. kind of flying under the radar. And then all of a sudden he takes to Twitter, which he does so frequently. And usually it ends himself up in trouble like he does now. Trouble, whatever, whatever you want to call it. People speculate about his mental health. I think it's probably the more cer- serious issue. But his first tweet said, imagine conforming to a system. Giving it 100% to see them treat me like this is un." Barely making money off my sweat and blood bleeping the NFL. I'll never play in that bleep. Treat black people the worst. Clear my name and go bleep yourself. All right. So initially you're like, all right. And he said this before. He's already said, I'm not going to play in the NFL. So you're like, okay. Now he's supposed to meet with the NFL next week. I, when I first saw that, I was like, did he just get out of a meeting? And he was ticked because they told him he couldn't play. Something must have. Maybe he talked to his agent. And he said, "I don't want you to think this. I don't." There's something that would have triggered this, don't you think? Like I don't. I don't picture him just sitting there all I, of a sudden getting I, mad. Don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. Honestly, I can't figure him out. So I can't. I. Well, he could just be sitting somewhere, and you know, something a fly buzzes by him, and he triggers.
0: Like I don't, I don't know. Right. So apparently something happened where he changed his mind. My guess is probably Drew Rosenhaus, his agent. What are you hey, doing? Exactly. Or somebody that is in his inner circle, and I don't right. know who those people are, but I would assume his agent is one of them. Said, "Hey, you need to walk that back." So he tweeted out his second tweet. I'm just very frustrated right now with the false allegations and slander to my name. I love football and I miss it. I just want to play, and I'm very emotional about that. I'm determined to m- make my way back to
1: the NFL asap. So you are talking about Man. two completely contradictory, like tweets. I, I mean, totally. If, and how and like how long? How long were these? This was the hours. That's what I was
2: going to look to. I um, probably I think, found out what the salaries were for the XFL in that time.
1: And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Here's let me just play devil's advocate with his situation because I like. I'm assuming most people are siding with the NFL. Antonio Brown's a bad guy, so on and so forth. I'm not saying he is, but I no. think that's the I think that's the prevailing sentiment regarding him, right? Like yes. it's just you know what what happened. Is like, there's no room in the world for that to right. begin with, and so we've all assumed that he's done it, and we're we keep it moving. Well, let's say just for you know, for talk, like talking sake, yes, that he didn't do that. Right, right, right. That he knows that he's innocent of that, and this is a smear job by someone. Not saying that I know, I'm just saying let's say that that's the case. The NFL, in my opinion, has done everything they can do to make him an untouchable. Now he's he's been complicit in this too by being an idiot on social media. Right, but no team will even take a swing at the talent right now because of the sexual assault uh, possibility and the uncertainty over whether or not the NFL is going to clear him to play. Right, like no one knows. You mean to tell me NFL it takes you this damn long to come to some kind of conclusion on that matter? Not like this isn't a criminal case. Like, this is deciding whether or not he can play or not.
0: And if you recall the accuser
1: they met with, like, remember she had her wedding six weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it was a long time ago. So, So, like,
1: if I'm Antonio Brown, like, I'm, you know, I am frustrated. If, if I know that I haven't done this and you are just holding me hostage in terms of like, there are some teams out there that would take a swing at Antonio Do you Brown. You think they would? Absolutely.
0: I don't know. If he were I, cleared
1: to play, dude, like, if this wasn't, if they're like, look, we looked into that situation. Yep. It's not going to be an issue. Antonio right. Brown is good to play. Now, he's still a headache. He's well, that's still what a I PIVA. was going to
0: say. You can't overlook You'll what happened a, with the Raiders and the Patriots. Not the Patriots. And, and not and the social Patriots. Media.
1: Not the Patriots. Right. Cause he was taken off there. Yeah. The, the, the Patriots was because of this. Right. The, the Raiders situation was him. And you saw the best team on the planet say, hey, we ain't worried about what happened in Oakland, man. Give us that. Right. There would be teams that if that, independent of of this situation with the young lady, if that were cleared up and were to go away, and I don't know that it will be, but if it would, there would be plenty of teams that would still swing at AB, especially in this situation where it's only for a few games, you know, half of a season down a stretch. You know what I mean, Danny? Yep. So, like, if, if that was purely hypothetical. But if if that were the case and I were A-B, in that case scenario, I'd be a little frustrated too.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, if he does get – we've seen other suspensions. Kareem Hunt is back this week, served eight games. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott uh, served six games. He's already sat out a lot. So, at some point, you've got to look like, hey, this is time served. I haven't been there. So, it it almost tells me there's more likely a scenario that he does get cleared and comes back, which, again, the why are you derailing yourself? Because I do think – his social media over the past six he weeks, when sh- he's been out, he need, like he is that's that is beyond me. Down, how his agent, his closest advisors, how they're not saying, stay off it, oh, don't what do is, anything. What is wrong with you, right? Stop exactly because you are derailing yourself now. And you, it's one thing if you want to call up your agent, you want to call your friends and you vent, uh, vent to them. You want to go off and you want to screw the NFL. You want to say all these things. Do it somewhere because obviously yes. you want to get that out. Just don't do it where the whole world can see because yes. then it makes teams scared. Uh, to do it. Um, so let's see. Um, in the golf world, there was also news as Tiger Woods, the captain, um, of the Presidents Cup, there was some speculation. I think it was a no-brainer, but he named himself the final member of the Presidents Cup team. There
1: were people out there speculating that he would.
0: I don't do think that. there was. I mean, I, I think maybe some people did, but his statement was funny because he said, "As captain, I'm going to choose Tiger Woods." As the last player on the team, he's made what nine cups? He's played in Australia. This is Tiger Woods yes, talking. Talking about Tiger he's Woods. played in Australia <laughs> twice in the President's Cup, so this will be his third appearance there as a player. He paused. I find it interesting. I'm talking in the third person, isn't it? Uh, it was, and he did an interview where he sat down with us and he was like explaining it in the third person. I think it's awesome. I think it's a no-brainer. Like he's it's number, a done
1: deal. Why wouldn't you play yourself? Dude, he's number seven in the world. It's not like he's right. number 125 and he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw, throw old tiger in the mix here. He's number seven on the world, in the world right it now. It is as
0: a captain in the golf world where it is. You know this gentleman's game, and you're all, you know, all buddy buddy with some guys. Mm -hmm. He did pass over Ricky Fowler, which I thought was pretty interesting because they both live in Jupiter. Uh I think they do like to practice around. From by all the counts, they do have a pretty good relationship. That's got to be a really tough one to go like to pass somebody up. That's a pretty good player. That's a really big name, and you're like, nope. Oh, anytime you're like cutting
1: someone or like, yes, know what I mean? And it's, but
0: it's, I think it. If you're a coach or a boss, but this is like a colleague. You know, because it's a captain's pick, like this is not you know, you know what I mean? It's just a really no, I weird hear you, situation.
1: but Tony Flyn made it friend of the show, so I'm yeah, great. Exactly. Right? Tony, so we're all good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Um right. at what point in your star like star rising or your star level, like on a scale of one to ten, right, does it become appropriate or acceptable to speak in the third person? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do I, I don't ever seven?
0: enjoy it. I don't ever, I don't like anybody talking. Do you
1: ever it. refer to Danny Connell? No, as I Danny don't Cannell.
0: I honestly can say I never have in a serious nature, maybe joking around doing a you know some sort of bit, but I have never referred to my have
1: you? I cannot recall <laughs> I ever think. having referenced myself. I don't think my, I could pull own. it off. Like you definitely like Kobe's done it. Yeah.
0: You know,
1: you
0: know. But even when it. Kobe does it, I still say, ooh, it's a bad look. Like I just think it's a horrible Thing
1: to do. I just think Mamba, it's, Mamba out?
0: Yes, all yes. of that. Like, I just think it's, I don't know. Maybe I just, you get away I'm wondering. <laughs> like, at what point,
1: like, at what level do you have to be at? I think it's Star got to be at a 10 of a gotta 10.
0: Be, you got to be, without question, right. like, the greatest at what you do or one in that uh, conversation for sure. All right. Welcome back to Ken and Bell. I'm not a huge fan of analytics okay. in the old sense of the way that We're, we, we use play. the term, right. the traditional sense. I am all about analytics, the way it was used uh, by a Reddit user. Uh, I think it's you slash angry centrist. It's you asked about Reddit. I'm not 100% sure what it yes. is. It is a website. It is a post on there, a thread that you can go look at. So okay. this gentleman, assuming it's a gentleman or lady, went and created the hypothesis that James Harden's box score declines in cities with high-quality strip clubs. So (laughs) you're thinking that's the hypothesis. It's a very scientific experiment. And this obviously was started after the The performance in Miami where he had the South Beach Flu. I actually had a buddy who went down to the game. was like he was really bummed. His kid was wearing a James Harden jersey and a fake beard and like really was dying to see him. And then he said they were like, oh, this is bad. So that's the uh, uh, hypothesis. Then the methodology. Mm -hmm. First... Extract all of James Harden's game logs for the past four seasons – uh, from basketball reference, right? Cleaned up the data a bit and appended into a single worksheet. Next, you filter out all the home games, right? You're just assuming Hayes at home he's going to stay out of those. Right. Then you try to look at the poor performance. You look at some correlation. You put them in categories. Subpar, very subpar. uh, You try to do that. Then you post those against sit uh, cities with their strip club rating, which was determined by the average Google review rating for the first 10 strip clubs in each city based on the Google search city strip clubs. And then finally Finally, put the city strip club rating into the pivoted game log data and performed a regression analysis and visualized it into charts. That's deep. It's very deep. That's deep. Uh, did we get the, the five? conclusion? I'm trying. Joey, do you have the conclusion on this? Because I see so the, the, the whole study. The conclusion
2: is I have proven to a statistically significant degree that James Harden's game performance declines in cities with higher rated strip clubs. <laughs>
0: so he has that's
1: done that. Great. Would you?
2: That's great. That's phenomenal. Does it surprise you? No, yes. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I mean,
1: yes because listen. You think James Harden or any professional athlete is living in a strip club? Right. Like what <laughs> right. the hell? Where were you? We? Like come on, man. There's like some of these cities have really cool stuff to get into. Well, that's what You're I was going to say. a strip club now. Right. Like Nightlife in general, yes. Another conversation,
0: and they probably there probably is some correlation with Miami, New York, LA, like some nightlife that it's all there's a correlate. Hey, they also have great strip clubs. They also have great nightlife, right? And even us, when we talked about the South Beach flu, we were talking about club live. We weren't talking about a strip club. No, you were not talking about talking great about nightlife,
1: like diamonds, or exactly. Maybe or, it, or, <laughs> hey, I'm not or, familiar with them or, the way you are.
2: He had a couple other. He uh, had a couple other interesting. Stat. Oh, so it said, here. other interesting facts. Harden's best performance comes in the city that is rated as the worst strip club <laughs> in his rating, which is Toronto. He said Harden, or excuse me, his best performance comes in that city. His worst performance comes in the city with the best strip club rating, which it, according to his rating is Miami. And then he wrote, Salt Lake City has the third-ranked strip club in all NBA cities, LOL. What?
1: Is that true? Th- Th- Salt Lake City oh has goodness. the third-ranked strip club
2: right,
0: in well, I don't even know to go down this rabbit hole. Why not? And I would say like they're pretty good looking people in Utah. Don't you think? Yes. So I would say like, Absolutely. if you were judging that off or they might, <laughs> we can't go down this rabbit I hole. I'm going to say like, I right, right. don't have much else to do. So you're really excited <laughs> about that. So it rates really well.
1: Oh, um. uh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I would just say, like, I, well, that's hilarious. Right. No, it's funny. a fantastic study. I mean, and the fact like, that
0: he played it up like a scientific yeah, that's experiment is pretty funny is uh, pretty clever there. And, now, uh, now, James, I, do you think somebody will have the cojones to go up to James Harden and say, Hey, I saw this study. Do you have any comment?
1: Be prepared not to be <laughs> get your media pass revoked. Yes. Um, it, I, I had someone in the game too, and I was told that the time that was relayed for James Harden actually getting to the game. Right, was like a lot earlier than he got there. They were oh, they really? were saying that he walked by them, and it was a little later than that. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, right, I right, right. You never know. But a lot I, of I like, speculation. I know strip club. Now you're talking about going well, out and enjoying say- yourself in a city that has opportunities that yours might not have.
0: Yeah, like yeah. Well, also, I mean, if you just factored in travel, like air jet lag. Yeah. Uh you know sleeping in a bed that's not your own all that I mean that for would two be hours. very naive you know <laughs> yeah for 2 hours that <laughs> would impact it too uh let's take a look and I know it's early in the season but the updated NBA championships uh odds via Caesars no surprise Lakers and Clippers still at the forefront plus yeah. 300 and plus 350 Sixers and Bucks at the same uh odds at plus 600 from the Eastern Conference then it goes back Rockets plus 800 Nuggets plus 1200 Yeah. would it. you sit here you've always been you've been bullish on the Lakers the whole time have you seen enough at you know eight nine games into the NBA schedule to make a really strong opinion, or do you need to see more than the limited window we've seen? Or are you like good I, with what you've
1: seen? No, I feel like these teams fall into ca- uh, to, to different categories, right? Like you're talking about the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Sixers, right? I've seen enough to know that they are they are they have the chops if all things you know uh, sort themselves out and they don't get injured and they're going to be fine. Some of those other teams. Like towards the end of that list, I'm going to reserve judgment for about a 20, 23, 24, 25 game window. Just right. To see if you can sustain it. Like, you know, and I don't know if that's fair or not. That's just the way I'm approaching it. I, I do believe in the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, even the Warriors would fall into. I know what you're going to be at the end of the day. Um, the Nuggets, kind of. And then some of those other teams, I just, I need a little bit more. You
0: got uh, it? these are NBA championship odds, so I don't want to get too fired up. Right. Because I, my Celtics, my squad. I know. I knew you were going to, I knew see, that's where I thought you were Sel- going. They're at plus twenty two hundred, and yet they're atop the Eastern Conference you know what standings that means? with a six and one record. You they haven't what, played anybody 20, yet, or what, you know what plus twenty two hundred means? Long shot. It means they have no chance. Is what it means. Uh, I do. I want to take a flyer on them, but I wouldn't. I, even saying that, do I that. wouldn't take the flyer. I might take a flyer on them to win the Eastern take, Conference, but they ain't going to win story. the thing. Yeah, they're I don't win I, at I, all.
1: They are uh, a good story though. They're playing good basketball. Um, shout out to my man. Uh, he hates it when I call him G-Man, right? Cause yeah. Phil, oh, was Phil Johnson used to call him like <laughs> G-Man. He thought it was like the coolest thing. It was an right? like old FBI thing. Gordon Hayward hated it. Um, <laughs> He's my dude though. And yep. I, t- I told you like one year after that catastrophic – uh, try, I, I told you, we take credit for
0: my comments. We both. Must, I, I said he have been be saying better. that for
1: long, for years. <laughs> no, listen, but straight straight up, he's playing good basketball again. He looks confident on his leg again. Um, and when you put him, Kemba, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown there. That's that's a nice mix. They got a better team than I thought they would.
0: Bonus pick for me on the college football side. I think LSU is going to beat Alabama this weekend. I think it's the year they get it done. 8 0. I I'm a guy at Vegas. When I go up to the uh the roulette table yeah. and I see like, you know, ten blacks in a row or t- yeah, I'm red. going the other way. Yeah. It's a little bit of a, hey, it's gotta change at some point, but I'm a believer. And we talked about Chase Young earlier, the Heisman impact. Joe Burrow. Is going to come out this weekend as the clear cut favorite. I think he can win the Heisman Trophy. In Did you put
1: any second? money on Joe Burrow before the season? Because nah, you've been on that for a know, jump.
0: but I waited too long. Because it was, I, I wish, because it was, you could have made a lot of money. Right. I think somebody out there documented it has taken him to win the Heisman Trophy out there. So, anyway, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be back on Monday to break them all down. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.